Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey everyone, it's Kid Fury. Just want to remind you to go over to HuluPlus.com slash the read and visit our sponsors. As always, if you use that link, you can get you an extended free trial and access to thousands of titles and amazing shows and movies and trailers and so on and such which. So go over there and try it out. It's HuluPlus.com slash the read. You're going to enjoy yourself. And now we're going to start. It's time um, for another episode of this shit. Um, I am Chocolatacy. And I am Chrisette Michelle. Okay, and this is the read. Chocolatacy. I don't know what that was. Like Chaka Khan and Lettucey? No, like chocolate and Lettucey. Oh, even, even, even weirder. Mm-hmm. Okay. You good? I have a bit of a cold. Yeah. And so, you know what, actually, let's just, let's just go there. Okay, let's just go there. Fuck this weather <laughs> fuck it with a spiked dick on tuesday wow. because this shit makes no sense i've said it before and i'll say it the fuck again i don't know how y'all do this below 50 degrees bullshit Bruh. yes occasionally miami will get into the 40s when god is really pissed at us but you know something i don't understand how people are out here what is a coat why do we need it and how the fuck dare you new york city after being disgusting already and having this new species of mutant ass roaches that can fly around on snowflakes and and have fucking bobsled teams and have how dare you have the nerve to be 30 degrees one day and then 60 the next and then 20 the next my body, I cannot do this. Yeah. I'm used to living a life. 25 years I've lived in degrees of 80 for like every day, every day, just warm weather constantly. And then I came up here and my body said, what the fuck? What is it? It was like Jack Skellington. What's this? What's this? There's white shit in the air. I cannot do this any longer. Okay. I had to get that out. I feel better now. I feel like you just read the environment. I did because okay. fuck this shit. How the hell does anybody live in this? No, nigga, I don't want a winter wonderland. I don't want a white Christmas. I want tropical weather. That's what the fuck I want. I want a palm tree with these the fucking ornaments on it. Yeah. That's what I want. Okay, well... I, My I, Christmas ornaments will be coconuts, bitch. That's what the fuck I want. Mangoes and coconuts. Those are my Christmas ornaments. Fuck this. Ice skating my dick. Coconuts everywhere. 
So this week's episode of The Read is another mailbag episode. It is. This is a special episode we're doing just for you guys. We're going to be um, traveling a lot, obviously, over the holiday seasons, but we didn't want to. Yeah. By the time you listen to this, bitch, I'm not even in New York. Yes. So. <laughs> but we did at least want to leave y'all with a little something and not just be completely black about our shit. So. Okay, so we're just going to go through lots of these letters that you yeah. send to askthereed at gmail.com. Um, do you want to go first? I can, or you can go first. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. You go. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, like Kifuri said, asktherita at gmail.com, and let's just jump right into this with Robbie. Robbie said, hey, you guys, I need some relationship advice. I saw my ex for the first time in over six months at a party, and we broke up. Oh, sorry. We broke up after nearly two years together, and I still don't know why. He told me that wasn't working and that was it, but I'm pretty sure he cut it off because I gained almost 50 pounds. Yeah. After we broke up, I was a mess, but I started hitting the gym and eating better and eventually lost everything that I gained. I'm not going to lie and say that seeing him at the party wasn't exciting, but he asked me out to dinner to catch up, which I didn't expect. I went to dinner with him last week and he told me he went he wants to get back together. I'm still in love with him and I'm sure he still loves me, but I can't shake the feeling that he only wants me because I lost the weight. He's very fitness focused and doesn't have a lot of sympathy for larger people. This would also be a long distance relationship, but after being together for so long, I'm not worried about that. I just moved to the city a couple months ago, and so far I've loved the single life, but it can be lonely. I'm also not meeting anyone else in the near future, mostly because it seems like gays up here think you should fuck them after meeting them once and having a couple of drinks, but I'm not that type of guy. I know, that's right. I've asked my friends and family, and they all have mixed opinions, so what do you guys think? Any advice would be helpful. Fuck them. The end. I've heard that same shit about, like... Actually, I think from you directly about the struggles of meeting and dating while gay in the big city. And that just sounds like a lot of drama. But because, first of all, these queens, no one is telling these girls that sexual harassment is not okay. Like, people feel like they can just go there with you, like in the club, in like anywhere. They feel just okay to just be brushing up against you or to be smacking your ass. Oh, or, yeah. Nobody is like, telling the men uptown either. They are just as bad as the straight men are just as bad as the gays. Like, to the... And that goes back to the whole thing we were saying about headphones and how you just don't leave the house without them because it's just... Anybody who knows enough <sighs> about me knows I don't even like people standing too close to me. Yeah. So, that's one thing. But that has absolutely nothing yeah, to do with Yeah, this whole boyfriend situation, about. though... I think it's interesting that you said that you love him and he loves you, but that he only wants you back because you lost 50 pounds. Because if he really loved you, I mean, I'm not saying that you just you just tolerate whatever in a relationship. And yes, 50 pounds is a lot. So maybe it would make him feel a different way. But if he really loved you, he wouldn't have just broken up with you for no reason and been like, well, that's it. Like, I'll holler at you later. Fuck that nigga. Eat your goddamn cheeseburgers, bitch. Do whatever the fuck you want to. Have your cronuts if you fucking feel. I don't give I don't understand. Like, listen, there's nothing wrong with being fit. There's nothing wrong with being healthy. And there's nothing wrong with going to the gym and posting your titties on um, Instagram, Instagram for all of those queens. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want to. If you work your ass off for it and you want to show off, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with it. But there is something wrong for it. I don't, I don't like when people make others feel away for their weight like especially like in love like look well in relationships that will fuck you up too like sure you want to <laughs> be healthy you want to be fit and the occasional big girl joke i get it but 
if this nigga actually cared about you, he would have stayed through with you 50 pounds, 60 pounds, 70 motherfucking pounds. Or would have been like, you know what? Let's work out together. Or let's find out what's going let's on. Because do- you don't just gang 50 pounds out of nowhere. Right. Something happened. What's going on? Do you want to? Something like that. Right. That's what, you know, so I say fuck him and I say leave that nigga in the motherfucking dirt. Yeah, he wouldn't have just hit you with the Kevin Federline and been like, I'm out. Remember how Kevin Federline did, uh, what's that girl he left for Britney Spears? Shar Jackson. Shar Jackson. Remember Shar Jackson was like pregnant mm-hmm. and left her Kevin, out of nowhere. Kevin Federline was a fuck boy from the very beginning. Well, and that's exactly what Robbie's ex is because how you just gonna leave me and yeah. then you see that I lost weight and been like, oh, I want to get back together. So now, all of a sudden, even though we broke up out of nowhere, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you want to get back with me. And the fact that I lost 50 pounds don't have nothing to do with it. Robbie, this nigga is not going to be down with you through whatever. And he has already proven that. So to go back and date him again would be foolish. Fuck that nigga. Tell him eat ass with a side of spam. Next letter. There you go. Okay. So my letter comes from Will. And Will says, hi, Chris and Fury. My question is short and sweet. Over the last year or so, I've noticed many celebrities, namely the black female ones, overtly using gay slang flippantly on their respective shows. Kid Fury even once made a video referencing his dislike for Tamar Braxton for sounding like a hip, hyperactive femme queen full of jizz, which is, is exactly what I said. I, it just, um, it feels like the first time every time. Sometimes when I read things, because I don't ever remember the shit that I say, like ever. So sometimes when I read it back, it's like, damn. You're I, yeah, I don't kid. remember you saying that, but I 100% believe you said that. Yeah, I totally oh, yeah. said it. Yeah, I just don't recall just... it, but it sounds right. It sounds like you. Anyway, how do you how do you both feel about the increasing usage of gay slang with celebrities? Do you feel that they are creating a negative perception of the way gay people communicate and in, in effect are misappropriating terminology that us homosexuals use to keep key with each other as well as secretly shade our heterosexual counterparts? Um, God bless you both. And happy holidays. Okay. So, Will. That's interesting. That is an interesting question. Yeah, and I think you've, abro- you've sort of um, touched on this a little bit in the past, kind of like lightly, but I guess we can just go ahead and, and discuss it in, in detail now. So how do you feel? Do you feel any sort of way about? I don't have a problem with heterosexual people using um, gay slang. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying when it's just like some people it's it's just excessive. And it just like if you're a grown ass woman talking like a drag queen. It just, you look stupid to me. I don't, I don't, it's just my opinion. I don't have a problem with people saying, you know, shade and, you know, all of that stuff. It's fine. I get it. But some people, it's just, that's the way they talk. And that's why I said what I said about Tamar. Because the few times that I would watch that little show, she would be like speaking. You would think that this woman was in drag mm-hmm. because she, and it was just so much. Nene Leakes does that shit too. Yeah. Oh, honey, you're reading the girls, honey, for blood. <laughs> Bitch, that is not the fucking way that you talk. Thank right. you. And at least if you are going to use gay slang, use it correctly. There's a lot of people out here who are using gay words and, and saying that it means something else. Who did that recently? Mm. I don't know, like every white publication ever, like for the last year at least. Because no, remember when they called what Miley Cyrus did twerking? That was a lie. That's not a gay term. Oh, that's true. But that's just 
If you want to talk about white people using black slang or Uh, African, if you want to talk about white people using black American, never mind. Because I'm right, my mind is somewhere else. That's completely yeah. yeah, Let's not let's not go there. I don't remember. Gay slang. Like, I've seen, like, videos on worldstarhiphop.com talking about, oh, this bitch just got red. And it's like, girl, ex- really? No, That's how you feel? No, kind of didn't. Yeah, I You know what it was? It was a show, um, no, fuck, there was some celebrity who I really, they used a word and they said that it meant something. And I was like, bitch, that is not what it meant. I feel like it was that girl, one of them bitches on um this Bravo show. Mm. What was that? that bitch? Quad. Quad. I think her name is Quad. And she was on some show called, like, I don't know if it was the Married to Medicine. She was on one of these, like, niggified shows yeah, on Bravo. You talking about And something. everything, every single word was just so gay. And then what made it worse was, I remember now, what made it worse was that when she was on, like, she was on one of them little shows on Bravo. Um, what's that Andy Cohen? Watch What Happens Live? Yeah. She was on there, and they were like, oh, Quad has a dictionary and these are her terms. And every single one of these alleged terms that she came up with was some shit that gay's been saying since like the 70s, yeah. if not before. And then she had all of these definitions and trying to teach people what it meant. So it was like, girl, clearly you hang around a lot of queens mm-hmm. and that's where you got it from. The very least you could do is be like, I love the gays and this is how they speak. That's just, all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't even, I try not to get too deep into that whole conversation because I feel like it's too much of we got this from you and you got this from us. But like, I, I don't even, I'm not even going to pretend to know enough about the history behind all of these words to say who came up with what. Even in one this. video. Like, girl, okay. Even in one of the video, when I did uh shit black gay say, I can't remember if it was the first or second one, but I said shade, shade came from reading, reading came first. And I've seen people put it in quotes with my name behind it. And I'm like, well, girl, no, I got no. that from Dorian Corey. Watch Paris is burning. Right. So, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really, like, get to me that bad. Like I said, I don't have a problem with straight people, male, female, or otherwise using gay terminology. I just hate it when it's excessive. Like, mm-hmm. calm down. Well, I know sometimes we get criticism from people who feel like we shouldn't use some of the words that we use with each other. Like, care. on the <laughs> I know, but I think it ties into this whole thing of, like, who can say what. You can absolutely say whatever the fuck you want to under this um, great big sun that God created. But I'm just speaking for myself and how I feel about a straight person speaking like a drag queen. If I hear you saying, you know, a couple of these words and using them especially correctly, then it's great. I don't have a problem with that at all. But I just like sometimes I just look at them funny sometimes when they just be like, yeah, it's funny. What? And flipping their hair around and stuff. Well, it's I mean, because just... it's just I, I don't I don't want to be around anybody who's excessive. Like if it's a gay man that might acting be that exact is. same way, then I'm just like, oh, I don't have time for you either. That might be what it is. I just I it might just be people who are just much. I don't like I people who are theatrical or over the top. I like to be around people who are subdued relatively. You know, unless the situation calls for it and just like just a regular fucking person, like you just hanging out and it's just regular, not somebody who has to snap at everything and scream and holler at every other sentence. Like, I don't have time for that. That's just not that's just not me. So. okay. All right. Let's move on. We have our next question comes from Amber, who says, let's say you are hosting a lavish dinner party where you can invite only five people. They can be fictional or real living or dead. Who would they be? 
If you are invited to a, a no, what? you're throwing a dinner party oh. and you can only invite five people and they can be real people or fake people alive or dead. It doesn't matter, but you can only invite five people to this dinner party. Who would you invite? That is such a classic random question. It is. Um, let's see. I think maybe just because he's fresh on my mind, I would invite Nelson Mandela, you know, since he recently passed away because I feel like he has, he, he really would have a lot to teach me about like patience and, and not letting these niggas get on my nerves the way that they do. And That's just like point. not being annoyed. Because if anybody could go through what Nelson Mandela went through and not just have a hatred in his heart for like literally every fucking person, then I should be able to learn at least some of that. So I think probably, you know, like Nelson Mandela, obviously Beyonce, Oprah. Mm. You're taking all of my... Am I? <laughs> I can't think. I, I feel like I should get somebody who's not black in there, too. Ooh, Steve Jobs and uh, and Muhammad Ali. That's who I would invite. I would invite Beyonce, Oprah, B. Arthur. Wait, how many do I have? Five. B. Arthur from the Golden Girls? Yeah, Dorothy's Morton. Dorothy's Morton. Would you invite B or Dorothy? It's an important distinction. Yeah, it's very good. I would invite Dorothy. Okay. I, you two are very similar. Thank you. Like, personality traits are just, like, almost identical. Thanks. You're welcome. It's um, a compliment. How many was that? Three? Yeah. Beyonce, Oprah, Dorothy Zbornak, um, Amber Riley, and... I love her. I want to pick someone classic and... Um, Audrey Hepburn. Girl, what? <laughs> you said classic. I said classic. Not, I didn't mean like a classic white movie. <laughs> Just somebody. Fucking, I don't, Um, Nina Simone. Okay. Maybe we're not very good at thinking of people we want to talk to. I mean, there's tons of people I'd love to have dinner with. Yeah. So, especially if you give me the option to pick people who are dead. That's always been the weird part of that question. Because that means you could pick anybody. <laughs> yeah, you bring somebody Jesus. back to life. I mean, <laughs> My great Amy, just whoever, just just pull niggas out there. Okay, I hope that I answered that well enough. Yeah, I don't see why. I mean, I I I can understand why you would invite everybody that you listed. So, I mean, Amber is fun and cute and smart, and I mean, it's a fun party. It sounds like. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for sending in that question, Amber. We don't. That's it. Okay, so the next question comes from Jack. He says, hey, my name's Jack. Last weekend, this girl texted me on... Wait, this is last weekend. This girl texted me on December 30th, and we really hit it off. But it's... Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm guessing he means met November. Maybe. I had seen her around at school, and we had even had conversations before. We were texting almost nonstop for the next three days. I'm not much of a guy to be in a relationship with a girl... The last girlfriend I had was three years ago. I could sense that this girl liked me. So late one night, I asked her to be my girlfriend. It turns out that she had a really big crush on me for the past month. What? Right, I know. If you... Or, okay, sorry, go ahead. Since she liked me so much before we dated, she ended up falling in love with me and told me that she did after we had been dating for a day. I felt pressured, so I told her I loved her too. Mm, nope, nope, nope. Jack, you fucked up before this. This is Long bad. Before this. this is but bad. But it gets worse. 
And for the past few days, I've been having second thoughts and realizing that I don't really like her that much. But I do like one of her close friends. Whenever I try to pull myself out of the relationship, she starts crying and I just can't handle that. Because if I break up with her and she's heartbroken, her friends are going to think I'm a total ass which you are. Yeah. And I won't be able to get to know her friend in another level. You, it would be really nice if you could help me out in my situation. <laughs> what? Nigga, what? Are you crazy? Jack. Bruh. Jack. Go listen to the Say No to Fuck Boys episode. Like, that's you. Rewind. What? Jack, even if what? you ended things on good terms. Even if. You need to leave her friends alone. Why would you try to talk to her friend? Why, what, why, if you're not the type to be in a relationship, why would you ask her to be your girlfriend? And if she told you that she loved you after one day, why in the fuck wouldn't you just leave her crazy ass right then? Why would you say it back? What the fuck? So you created this, this environment where you allowed this lady to be as crazy as she wanted to be to you. And now you're tired of it. Please don't ever, ever feel pressured. To say I love you back. Please to don't. If please. you don't love somebody, please don't say it. Because this nigga not only said it, told her he loved her, then he says, I don't really like her that much. Like, not only you don't do even, you not love her. You don't even like her. You kind of get annoyed looking at her. Like, it oh, seems this bitch. like she makes you sick. Like, you kind of wish she would go home sometimes. What the fuck? Is this really like is this really what people have to deal with when they date? Are you fucking kidding me? Jack, the problem here is that you made <laughs> Several poor decisions. The problem. You have a multitude of problems. You have. You oh, made bitch. several poor decisions. Oh, my um, God. With this young what? lady. And um, what you're going to have to do is break up with her. If I were you, I would be 100% honest yeah, with her. Yeah, it's time. About all of it. Break up with her and leave her fucking friends alone. And if all her friends think you're an asshole, girl. They're supposed what? to. They should. Yeah. You did some asshole stuff here, Jack. Sorry. It's time for you to just, you have to be all the way honest with this girl. You have to sit her down someplace where there is no knives and lots of witnesses. And you have to say, listen. Absolutely. From the very beginning, I should have never asked you to be my girlfriend. I fucked up when I did that. Take responsibility when you have this conversation. Yes. That's very important. Don't be like. Very important. Don't be like, but you made me feel. No, shut up. You should have taken responsibility when it happened and you didn't. So now you have to do it accept your fault in this. Absolutely. Do not turn around and be like, well, you shouldn't have done blah, 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 because don't nobody want to hear that right now. You set this shit up. You shouldn't have asked her to be your girlfriend when you could barely even tolerate the sight of her. You damn sure should have left her ass after she told you she loved you. After one fucking day, I don't care if she had a crush on you for three years, nigga. If she told you she loved you after one day, you should have left her ass alone. But then saying it back was just... It was just stupid on a whole nother fucking, like, just in a whole nother damn atmosphere. Don't come out your mouth and say nothing to her about, oh, but it's kind of weird that you, or, oh, you always are crying. Don't you see why I would feel that way? Because you did butter. No. You made a bad, you made, like I said, several poor decisions. It's a list of bad decisions. We've gone over it. need to own up to all of them and take the responsibility. And if her friends decide that they want to take some keys and fuck your car up, well, nigga, I hope they got something at Office Depot or Home Depot, wherever the fuck, to fix that shit. You know what? There should be, like, a how to break up with people manual. There's This should be, like, passed out. It's to, actually not that difficult. It's, not, it's really not, but for some reason, people are unable to do it. Be honest. Tell the person flat out why you're leaving them. Be firm about it and then leave their asses alone. Just it's it's that's all there is to it. And it doesn't have to be difficult, but niggas make it that way.
Okay. Whew. So let's move on. Our next letter comes from Nick. And Nick says, I would like to know what all goes into uploading an episode of The Read. Who picks the intro song? Do you guys go back and forth about what parts to leave out or to add in? Do Kit, Does Kid Fury or Crystal do most of the work? Girl, what? Or is it simply done in a matter of seconds with no headaches involved? We're interested in the behind the scenes. I don't even know how to answer this question. <laughs> well, there's several questions here. The first, what all goes into uploading the finished episode? Well, we come into the studio just like this, and we basically just start talking. When we're done. We record the show. Yeah. We pick out the moments. Well, we don't even pick out the moments because we hardly ever edit anything out. But we record the show. It's saved to a file. and <laughs> You look so confused. Because like, I figured that it's kind of... Well, no, people want to know, like, like what, is there an editing process? Like, what goes into producing an episode? People don't really understand how. We record it. It's a file. We send it to the engineer. They put... Um, the description and stuff in there and the title and I usually pick out the intro music and send it to the engineer as well so you can put it on beginning of it and they upload it to all of the outlets and you girls listen to it yeah we don't really there's no we don't edit usually the show we don't edit things out of it so there's not really any back and forth over whether we should take something out because if we feel like something shouldn't be there then we're normally on the same page about it like yeah. we're not I don't think, no... I think I had to stumble over this question because it's just not that complicated. Yeah, and it's not um, it's not like one of us does most of the work. Like, by now, I'm sure y'all know that Kid Fury picks out the hot topics and I pick out the listener letters. So it's not like one of us doing all the work and the other one doing nothing. It's not like the show is... Well, they were asking who does most of the well, work. Well, that was one of... Between us? Yeah. Do you, Kid Fury, or you, Crystal, do most of the work? Like, there's not... The work involved with the show is not as extensive as you're probably thinking it is. The engineers put it together. The producers put it together, upload it to SoundCloud, and then we push it out to you guys. And that's really it. Like, it's not as complex as, as y'all are probably thinking it is. So I'm surprised anyone's even interested in it. If you're, well, if you're, because I, I think maybe a lot, well, I know a lot of people have hit us up asking, you know, how do I get started on doing a podcast or an online radio show or things like that? And I think maybe they think oh. it's a lot more. Uh, complicated than what it really is but it isn't oh, like it's not sense. yeah it's not that hard nick so if you're shooting to do that sort of thing we yeah, I think encourage you, you to like go for it record a podcast at home if you have yeah if you tools. have if you have yeah if you have a decently quiet room and a microphone you could probably you know record your own podcast at home without using a studio and then any basic file at ed- audio file editing program and you're done so and i think that iHeartRadio talk which we're a part of is i think that's something that they're trying to encourage users to do I think they're allowing people to like upload their own podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. on there. So that's something that if you do want to start a podcast, you can try looking at that, seeing what they have to offer. One week I'm going to pick out the intro music, though. I'm going to save it for like a really good Nobody week. wants to hear Carrie Underwood at the beginning of this. Why? Yes, they do. Carrie Underwood on like a bounce beat. Okay. I changed my mind. <laughs> Let's move on. Thanks for your question, Nick. Okay. This question comes from Katie. Katie says, hi, guys. First off, I love the show. You never fail to make me laugh. Um, then she says, so I was bullied in secondary school. Now, I've always been an introverted person, but the ordeal destroyed any molecule of self-confidence that I had. I'm still suffering from it today and probably always will. No, you won't. Kid Fury, a few episodes back, said he went through some tough shit, too, and now it takes a lot to get something from him. I'm wondering if either of you can give some advice 
on the best way to let the shit fly off your back. Because to this day, if someone verbally attacks me, I'm like, I'm likely to go tear up because of the psychological torment I was put through. I mean, I'd rather be hit, I guess, physically than verbally attacked. That mental shit stays with you for life. Thanks for taking the time to read this. Kind regards and warm wishes, Katie, who was from Ireland. I thought that it was really cute. Wow. That she doesn't write. She doesn't write you. She writes ye or like Y E. Oh, really? That's how they talk over there. So oh, how awesome. cute! I'm gonna go to Ireland now. Okay, so <laughs> that's listen, adorable. Katie. It won't always be like that. Yeah, girl. it won't always be like that. I don't really. I can't tell how old Katie is, but. I understand that that kind of shit really does stick with you. It was still stuff that people said to me when I was in middle school and high school that I remember. It doesn't really bother me anymore. You have to realize that people, especially in in high school, like people will pick on you just the fuck for. Yeah. Just to make themselves feel better. Just to fit in with everybody else. Yeah, that's just that's just how people are. But you have to realize that that's nothing but ignorance. And they're like, don't seriously don't let it get to you like when i was in school and my parents would say just ignore them i would be like are you fucking kidding me that's what you want me to do you want me to just go deaf right what you want <laughs> you want to just pretend me? people aren't talking to me pretend want- people aren't fucking with me okay right. but but that's really it made all the sense in the world to me when i grew up because i was like all of this shit was so stupid like these niggas were really trying to get to me or go out of their way to like torment me just like for nothing yeah and when i look back at it now a few of those people who did pick on me they are doing zero with their lives (laughs) like nothing with their lives today and a couple people actually who used to pick on me would be trying to hit me up on facebook and shit like it's nothing like that is just some shit that a lot even kids that you think you know were the most popular ones in school that's the way you know it it's like a mental thing. It's just, you know, kids, especially teenagers, are fucking cruel. Yeah. And it is what it is. But don't worry about adults it. Adults can be too. Oh, uh, yeah. For adults sure. Can adults can definitely be rude. And but a lot of the mean. adults who are rude are adults who were like that in high school who haven't grown the fuck up. That's true, too. So Ooh, which just is a focus mess on yourself and focus on things that you're passionate about and do the things that make you feel happy. Like, don't allow anyone else's opinion and the bullshit that comes out of their mouth. Don't allow that shit to determine how you feel about yourself or how you go about every day. You're sickening. You want to know how I know you're sickening? Because I just do. So, <laughs> and because you're fucking from Ireland and, and keep you tell- spell these words off. Right. Surround yourself with people who are positive about you, who say good things about you, who believe in good things about you. Tell yourself those same things. Like, I think a lot of people don't really practice, you know, saying to themselves or or really believing in themselves, you know, positive things. Jennifer Lewis said, you know, go and stare in the mirror and just find things about yourself that you love. And if you start crying or whatever it is, then cry and get it out or whatever. But sometimes that's what it takes. Do whatever you do. But bitch, you have to feel good about you. The reason that I will get on you here have and to. say whatever the fuck that I want to and not give a shit. The reason why it's hard for you to get in a reaction out of me when you say something about me is right. because I know how I feel about myself. Right. I don't really give a fuck too much about how you feel about me. Like you, everyone is is open and entitled to their opinion about me. And whomever the fuck else. Mm -hmm. But I know how I feel about me. 
and that's fine. Yeah. I'm not, you know, in love with everything about me, <laughs> you know, but I'm comfortable in my, shut up, bitch. <laughs> I'm comfortable in my skin and it took me a while to get there, but use all those arrows that these bitches are shooting at you. Catch some shits in there and shoot yeah. some shits right back, bitch. And they the can't more you, you love yourself, the madder they gonna get. Exactly. That's what they want. They're picking on you <laughs> because they want you to hate yourself. They want you to feel as miserable yeah. as they fucking do when That's they go true. home. Don't. Be listen. I used to tell bitches like fly if somebody, in the face of that bullshit. Just like or just like laugh like really aggressively for no reason, <laughs> and they'll either be like, you know, oh well, I'm not getting to this person. I'm gonna leave her alone, or they're gonna be like, this nigga's crazy. Let me not fuck her. No more. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be one or the other, and it's also possible that they see something in you that they wish they had in themselves. It could mm-hmm. always be. You know, a little bit of of some low-key jealousy going on. It could be any number of things. But the point remains that it don't matter what them dusty-ass, bald-headed bitches have to say about you. All that matters is that you know that you're the shit. Let them talk. And you're the shit. And you are. Thank you. Wasn't it Katie? Yes. All right. Thanks, Katie. This comes from, our next letter comes from Blanca. And she says, I have a female cousin who is very obnoxious via Instagram. She posts everything she does every single minute of the day. However, she and her baby daddy are the self-claimed Beyonce and Jay-Z of our city. But she lives in a townhouse that her mama owns, drives a 2007 Saturn and works a nine to five like a regular person. She's doing better than me. But on Instagram, she says things like you don't have a real job unless you have business cards or my face is so beat and my hair is so amazing. I'm glad this place doesn't take food stamps so y'all won't be shopping here. She talks about other people and she's nowhere near stylish, but forces her followers to believe she's a trendsetter. <laughs> she has one pair of Louboutins and will this post them. Just reading her cousin. <laughs> she just had to, Blanca had to just get this out. Her cousin is really yeah. on her fucking nerves. So. You could have said this to pass the read. <laughs> she has one pair of Louboutins and will post them damn near every time she goes out, but says, hoes hating and you not classy if you're not wearing red bottoms. The list goes on and on. <laughs> I feel like her attitude makes her look really nasty because she looks down on people for no reason. I just don't know if I should say something or continue to let her look like an idiot. Blanca is livid. <laughs> Blocker's like, listen, my cousin is a fake ass host stunting on Instagram and I need to know should I address her about it? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Who better to take you down but family? Absolutely. That's the the best reads come from family. What you sent to us, you need to copy and paste that as an Instagram comment. Absolutely. On, on every last one of your cousin's pictures. Just go through all of them and be like, bitch, you're going to see me today. Mm-hmm. That's it. What? Who do- I don't. You know, what? I, I didn't even know people acted like that. I don't like to log on Instagram a lot because Instagram is complicated, but <laughs> <laughs> I have a complicated relationship with Instagram. But the fact that people really get on here and act like they have a whole, no- which you know what? People have been doing that on social media since social media started. Social media started. It's true. I'm the mm-hmm. first one to tell you that I'm broke as fuck and have nothing. Like, nothing, it's, I'm putting it right out there. I have nothing. I am nobody. It's right. There's no stunting going on at all. What? I'm very poor. I have zero. So the fact that people really get on and and you know that other people follow you who know the truth about you. That's even crazier. Like, who the fuck? Who the fuck are you kidding right now? You should have been shading her this whole time. Every single time she posted one of these things, you should have just left a comment that said, but with an ellipse. Just leave her. Like she put up them Louboutins, you should have been like, but this is your only pair. Yeah, that's the only one you got. Like, and you saved for months. Don't front like you just be shopping Ain't at Christian Louboutin every week right don't your mama own that townhouse girl what right like I just thought 
Yeah, read her. I don't really like that kind of attitude. I don't understand niggas would be on social media trying to get validation from other adults because that's all the fuck that is. People be out here really trying to be like web popular and I don't fucking get it. What else do you have to offer? What else? Are you yeah. selling these shoes? Are you creative director for Christian Louboutin? <laughs> Why? Like, oh, you just want to Are you doing to all this promo like- for a brand for no reason? Or I hope Louboutin is at least sending you shit. For you to be up here. Because you got these one ass pair, bitch. Like, I don't really. Twice a I'm month not... you're talking about these shoes like they sending them to you, girl. Come Get on. Get the fuck off Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that shit trying to act like you a fucking socialite or whatever. Like, I don't I don't understand this shit. And the thing is, the people who really live lives like that, you wouldn't even fucking know. The people who really have money and have all these fucking shoes and be at the hottest parties and right. all that kind of stuff. They don't be out here bragging about it. They don't. It's all of you lowly bitches with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> who are out here trying to act like you are Amber Rose. Sit at the house girl, and shut the fuck up. Girl, knowing you stay in apartment, don't do this. Don't do this. What? You're not classy. Quit acting like this. Nigga. Girl. You girl. are out here in this motherfucking drive through getting your big Bufords, bitch, just like the rest of us. So I suggest you shut the fuck up. Do that shit for strangers. If right. you know that your cousin is over here and she knows the real about you, like you're just wedding girl. I say go for it. Right. If you know you're not fancy until you log on to the internet, then just go ahead and, and humble yourself. Like, there's nothing wrong with being real about yourself or being real with other people because the truth is, is that the followers that you think you are impressing are just as broke and regular as you are. So all of y'all could just be broke and regular together. There's nothing I mean, wrong there's with being absolutely honest. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm poor. Everybody else is too, girl. Why do you think that whole Occupy Wall Street, the movement against the 1%, why do you think that happened? Because everybody is poor. (laughs) Fuck me. What? Most of us are out here, you know, struggling. Like 80% of the country's wealth belongs to like 20 people. Yeah, what? Nigga, we're poor. Shit. It's okay to be poor. Stand up in your poverty. And even if you're not, that's fine. Yes. You don't have to be talking but you about. Don't have to stunt I'm on so Instagram. glad they don't accept food stamps, so y'all bitches won't be shopping here, and neither will you, bitch. <laughs> no, and good and damn well, if your boyfriend lost his job, you would be the first one down at the welfare talking about. So how can I get on EBT? Seriously, what's good with some snap? Spam and Ritz. You know it. Shut your ass up. Please. If I lost my job, nigga, y'all would see me down at the New York Department of whatever the fuck it's called. First one in line talking about. So how can I get some food stamps? Praise God. I'm letting y'all do. Yes. Hello. Yes. What are the requirements for the snap? I'm ready to provide my documentation. I don't have no problem being honest with myself about who I am and where I am. But again, like I said, that's just niggas who are online trying to, you know, feel good about themselves it's almost another form of bullying to be saying shit like that because you on here trying to feel good about yourself by quote-unquote stunting on instagram but do you really feel good saying i'm so glad this place doesn't accept food stamps so y'all can't shop here like do you really feel better about yourself because you just made fun of somebody like who is struggling to get food some single father with three kids who is on food stamps to feed his damn kid you feel better because now he feels bad that he can't shop wherever you shop like is you that what ashy kneecap have an ass bitch? Is that where and you hoes get of joy? You hoes on Twitter who be doing the same thing and trolling niggas for fucking retweets. Like, look, social media. Woo. They shouldn't have <laughs> gave it. They should not have given it to you, niggas. Like, and every single time I open this motherfucking MacBook, which by the way is one of the few things in my life that I have that yeah. makes me feel fancy. Yeah, because I busted my ass to pay for this motherfucker, and I'm riding her ass out. I saved until up for a wheels year. Fall the fuck off. That's the fuck it. All of you bitches. Every time I open this, 
Woo. I'm on Twitter seeing somebody talking about how black women suck and these niggas don't love anybody and all this like like your bitch is fat. Meanwhile, your mama's 350 pounds or I don't fuck dark skin girls. Meanwhile, your baby mama look like Wesley Snipes. Like it's always something with these hoe ass niggas. I just don't know why you hoes can't just be yourself. Just be yourself. Be you. Just be you. Blanca, just play this whole segment for your cousin. Absolutely. And then just be like, do you have any questions or did they explain it? And for honestly, I will answer any questions yeah, that she yeah. has. Yeah. If she has a question about why she should not be stunned on the internet, please let us know and I'll be glad to answer that. Because to me, she sounds like an ashy ball headed that's, that's it. That's it. Who's one bad day away from food stamps, her damn self. Okay. So we're going to take a break. All right. So listen, do not forget, as always, to go and visit our sponsors. Hulu Plus and HuluPlus.com slash the read. As always, there is that awesome extended free trial, two weeks. It's normally $7.99 a month, which ain't even much. But right now, if you go to HuluPlus.com slash the read, you can try it out for free and get your life. There's amazing shows on there, probably your favorite, including Scandal. If you missed last week, turn the computer off, whatever it is, stay off the internet. Oh my God. Go straight to Hulu Plus and watch it because that. Sh- Oof. There's just so much happened in in last week's episode of Scandal. So definitely head over to Hulu Plus if for whatever reason you missed it. But don't forget that you can watch Hulu Plus on so many different devices. And they have got literally thousands of TV shows and movies. They've got Family Guy, The Colbert Report, The Daily Show, Saturday Night Live, Once Upon a Time, Raising Hope. Again, usually $7.99 a month, but we are giving you guys a free two-week trial at HuluPlus.com slash The Read. The weather is absolutely wretched outside. So if you are snowed or iced in, bundle up and everybody sit in front of the fireplace and watch Hulu Plus all day. That's HuluPlus.com slash the read. All right, let's continue our show. Okay. And we're back. We are. So let's continue our mailbag situation here. Let's do that. I feel like a lot of these have been so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them have been like, I'm really pissed. Well, listen, I have a cold and whenever I'm sick, I my tolerance, I already have very low tolerance yeah. for everything it's and low. when i'm sick or hungry then all the fucks likely not the window so if i offended you <laughs> oh well. no you'll live you'll be fine yeah okay, okay. do you want to do the next one yeah sure why not our next question comes from jay and jay says jay's a girl by the way hey girl i have been dating a guy for a couple of weeks and he is a nice older gentleman there are eight years between us on our first date That's not bad. no it's not that bad well, depending. I hope she's not 16. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, On our first date, he paid, which I expected him to. But on our second date, I was expecting to pay since I was the one who suggested where we should go. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even allow me to reach for my wallet and without question picked up the tab. I know it is traditional for the man to pay, but this is 2013. And personally, I think going Dutch a few times wouldn't hurt. You got I don't want him to think I'm not even done. I don't want him to think I'm taking advantage of him. But on the other hand, I know some men are offended if the woman tries to pay. What are your views on going Dutch? Am I overthinking this and should in, and should just enjoy our time out? Girl, you mean to tell me a nigga is giving you free dinners and you are... Why all of these niggas are out here talking about $200 dates and shit. What? You dating a nigga who is like, bitch, don't even reach for your wallet. Girl, and you have a problem with it? Like, I absolutely think you're right to offer to pay. I yes. think that, that is very... Yeah, that is absolutely a thing to do. But if he insists, girl, and pays for dinner, I don't even understand how you are having a second thought about this. Like, so the nigga is taking you out for free food 
and you want to know if you should chip I mean, in. Right. If you, if you were dating him for like a couple months or something, he was like, here's, you know, a diamond and let's go to Antigua. Then I would be like, okay, I get it. Right. Like this but is weird. You're just paying for your meal. Yeah, girl, that's just... sweet. And that's hard to fucking come by. Yeah. Most of these niggas are like, bitch, if I buy the movie ticket, you better have the popcorn yeah. and the Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, that's exactly you how it goes. You are lucky that, you know, it is, I mean, like, I understand it seems like it's kind of like a self-esteem thing or maybe not even that, but it's just like she doesn't want to seem like she's using him for his money. Right. Or whatever. You want to seem capable of, you know, taking care of yourself. But that's why you and offer. <laughs> and that's why you offer. And I do think that, Especially in the beginning stages of dating, like if you are the one who says, you know, oh, let's go to the movies or let's go ice skating or let's go do whatever, right. then you should at least offer to pay. But if he says, no, I got it, then let him have it. Right. It's no, there's no need to, to sit around and like think deep thoughts about this one or ask Jesus about it or put it in your diary, girl. Like, just let the man pay for dinner. It's not that big of a damn deal. It's not like, you know, it's not. Unless he turns around and be like, well, I paid for dinner five times, so you owe me head on Saturday. Right. If, that's, if it turns into that. <laughs> if it turns into that kind of bullshit, you'd be like, nigga, you could have kept every last one of these dinners, but exactly. since you didn't, I'm going to just go ahead and cut our losses now. I could now. at home eating some Marie right. bitch. We didn't have to even I could eat at this. home, nigga. Seamless work in my house. I ain't got to go out with you. I got Grubhub. I don't know. I ain't even worried about it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know, just enjoy the dates and have fun with them. Don't worry about all of that stuff. I think it'll be great. Yeah. It all, yeah, exactly that. And I mean, if it becomes a problem and you let him go, some other woman will be happy to have him. I don't know why he would think that you were taking advantage of him if you offer to pay. Like, it's just. Right. If you were like, oh, my God, you know what I really want to do? I want to go shopping at Louis Vuitton. You know what the problem is? <laughs> the problem is that Jay has been dating so many fuck motherfuckers. That now that she's actually dating somebody who appears to be about his shit, she yeah. doesn't know what to do. Sometimes. It's a happens. lot of problems. That's a problem a lot of people have. Sometimes when you're used to nothing but fuckboys and you come across like an actual decent hum- human decent being, then you're like, person, you're like, wait, this doesn't make sense. This isn't how it's, are you, are you, where do you come serial from? killer? Is that like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. Syndrome. It's like, okay, so you're nice and you insist on paying for dinner. So something's wrong. Do you. What's Did you wrong? used to rape people? Do you not like babies? Like, there's something about you yeah. that don't curl all the way over. Just just relax and let it happen. If you start feeling, like, really uncomfortable, if he starts demanding shit, then obviously change your tactics. But, girl, let that man pay for dinner. It ain't that big of a deal. Shit. I wish somebody would. I was just <laughs> getting ready to say that. I wish a nigga would get me some fucking pay for my shake Nigga shack, be like, bitch. so you want to go to Popeye's? Hell yeah, I want to yes, go to Popeye's, nigga. I do. Oh, I'm paying for Papa. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm having Papa. And you I don't even have, have to treat me too much, bitch. You could take me right down to Artichoke and get me a, a $5 slice of pizza, and I will be excited. I was going to say, bitch, you could take me to the deli and give me one of them. Listen, I will have a honey turkey on a roll. Yes, I will. Come I will home. go ahead and spend your $4. Come yes. home with some Maribo gummy bears. Shit. And whatever you <laughs> like, want. right. So. You don't. It don't even take much. But we're me. clearly trash. So. Yeah, we suck. Anyway, next question. So, our next question comes from, I don't think that the person wants their name said. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure, so I'm not going to say it. Anonymous. It says, Dear Kiffy and Crystal, so last year, around this time, I went to Kansas to meet some of my family on my mother's side for the first time and ended up having a girl and guy cousin my age. We all get along really well and hung out all weekend. 
As I spent more time with my male cousin, however, I started getting the vibe that I only get from guys who try to date me. Oh, no. But I brushed the feeling off and chalked it up to my paranoia. No. <laughs> Near mm-hmm. the end of the weekend, my cousins and I were drinking together. I'm actually going to ask you to stop right there because I see where this is going. After my female cousin went to bed. No, no. My male. No. <laughs> Don't do this. People are going through things. My male cousin immediately made a move on me. No. We ended up hooking up. No. <laughs> You're like. No. Afterwards, I felt super guilty because, okay, you might need some water. Wait, you're going to knock things over. Get, there's some water right there in front of you. Sweetie, you almost killed my co-host, so I really don't appreciate this. Oh. Afterwards, I felt super guilty because, one, we're fucking related. Oh, Two, my God. Oh, my God. I only hooked up. Oh, my God. I only hooked up with him because I was feeling lonely and he was so thirsty for me, which I'll get back to that comment. Oh, my God. (laughs) It became clear that he was a typical light-skinned nigga and felt actual emotions for me as I was trying to have some quick fun. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) He texted me and called me throughout the year, which, of course, I promptly ignored. What? As the holidays are approaching, he keeps hitting me up and I'm going to have to face him again. Please help. How should I deal with this nigga without hurting his Drake Are ass Are you feelings? fucking kidding? P.S. We're not first cousins, but still. I don't give a shit if you niggas are 90th cousins. What? Yeah, you're hyperventilating. <clears throat> so Just you so you know, I was, having, I was having some, um, some Campbell's chicken noodle soup as I was reading this earlier, and I had to put it down. <laughs> I can't, still can't breathe right. First of all, um, sweetheart. So you fucked your cousin, and your question is how to deal with his emotions and not how to deal with the fact that you fucked your cousin? <laughs> what? You fucked your cousin? Like, sweetheart. Girl, you fucked your cousin. Listen. <laughs> and the, t- the subject says help kissing cousins. Listen. You fucked your cousin. First of all, you slept with your cousin. You slept. First, last, and everything in the middle. You fucked your cousin. You fucked your cousin. <laughs> you're like baffled. <laughs> like, like you fucked. Like you were a grown woman and you fucked your cousin. Well, yeah. And you knew he was your cousin. And then your excuse is, I only hooked up because I was feeling lonely and he was so thirsty. Me, bitch. I told you I was coming back to that. First of all, this is some. This is some Eve's Bayou shit. You can't place. <laughs> Did you say some Eve's? Anyway, you need to stop. Blaming him and calling him Drake and saying that he was thirsty and he has light skin emotions. Drake doesn't fuck his cousins. Don't do that to Drake. You fucked him. Like, he didn't pin you down, praise God. Like, you both made the decision to hook up together. As cousins. Even though you're both cousins. So, this is a problem that you both made. I don't care how he feels about you or how you feel about him. You shouldn't have been fucking cousin, girl. Gross. Secondly, like... You fucked your cousin. Second, you shouldn't have been sleeping with somebody if you knew. Because you said right away you could tell that he had, you know, was feeling with... He was feeling you or he was flirting with you or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Before you and the other cousin even started drinking, you say that you could feel that this nigga liked you or had some kind of feelings for you or whatever. So you should have just been like, ugh, no. 
Yikes. <laughs> Let me stay away from How him. lonely are you? Like, Listen. I know you said you only did it because you were lonely. But, bitch, you are... You are on That's a whole right. nother, not ever in my black ass life have I ever, will I ever be lonely enough as a fully grown, I actually cannot, I cannot get past the fact that you fucked your cousin. Like I just, there's so, there's so many other issues here, but I'm mentally at a roadblock of you fucked your cousin. Like you fucked your cousin. Well, this is something that happens a lot. What? Apparently, the kissing cousins is a phrase. That shit happens. Well, yeah, kissing cousins is a phrase. And I know a lot of younger children especially will experiment with each other, not going as far as sex. But mm-hmm. it's not uncommon for kids to explore their sexuality in that way. But you are not yeah, children. Yeah, but you're an adult with common sense. Or and and the, Well, no, I don't know. Maybe not. But you're an adult and you are clear that this was not appropriate. Because you said, one, we're fucking related and we're cousins. Yeah, you knew. That this was wrong. And before you were drunk and before all of that stuff, you say that you knew that this nigga was, uh, you know, sort of feeling you. You should have completely removed yourself from that situation. 100%. From be- beginning. S'more said dick is a beautiful thing. And she was right. But <laughs> not your not cousin. Not that good. Not your cousin. What? What? I got first cousins, second cousins, cousins by marriage. I got nigga. I got all the cousins and I would never fuck none of them. Are you? You knowingly fucked a cousin. That's just. I found out. There's so much dick in the world. Me and my first girlfriend found out after we had been together for like four years that we were not cousins, but like her aunt used to be married to my step uncle. Like some wild shit like that where we were absolutely not related blood related and not even legally related. But when we found that out, we were so like, uh, like it was still like, right. Uh, like, I mean, not, not nowhere near as nasty as you, but we were still just like, <laughs> gross. You fucked your cousin, dog. <laughs> I almost died in the studio. I really did. Like, I almost died. Yeah, you really did almost You fucked died. your cousin. I almost, I almost fell on the floor. Oh my God. So listen, um, your cousin acts like Drake because he fucks his cousins. (laughs) I would be emotional if I was a cousin fucker. How should I deal with this nigga without hurting his Drake ass feelings? Now you're worried about hurting his feelings. You fucked your cousin, though. I can't get. You are astonished. I am flabbergasted, nigga. I'm actually speechless. I cannot. This is another thing where you need to speak to him and (laughs) own up. What? To the fact that you made a poor ass fucking decision. Poor decision is putting Woo. it mildly. I thought Jack's fuck. decisions were poor, but this is pretty bad, sweetie. Poor decision is is not, don't even begin. You made a poor decision, like George W. Bush made a poor decision when he didn't send help to Katrina. Like, and this- do not behave like a fuck boy. Do not use somebody. You know, for your own emotions, your own feeling, and then turn around and try and make it seem like they did something wrong. Especially your cousin. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're not even just betraying a nigga you slept with. You're betraying family. God damn it. You like Faith, except worse. (laughs) Like Faith fucked my husband. I just love that line. The family fucked my husband. Oh, girl, you fucked your cousin. If I knew you, I would just call you. I would every time I saw you, I'd be like, "Hey, cousin fucker!" Like literally every time. I would never call you anything else. I would be obsessed with that fact about you. 
You just yo. If you fuck your cousin, I you hope his it. mama or whoever it is, your aunt, whoever, I uncle. I hope they never find out about this. I could just hear Dustin saying, "So you a grown titty woman, and you and you <laughs> willingly lay down? What did you suck your cousin's dick? Are you kidding? Like, like Does, was there no moment where you were? So when you put your lips no, on your like, cousin's mouth. There's just like bile in my mouth. Like I can't even do it anymore. <laughs> Next letter. Good luck with that. I'm finished. No, I don't want to read no more. I don't want to read no more letter. What this fucked my whole day up? Oh my God. Okay. So I do have another. I just. Then this question just had to be about sex too. Ugh. Oh, it's fine. I can. Let me do one. I mean, I have one, but you can go ahead. But I mean, if you want to get off of sex. I, no, I want to get off cousins. Okay, go ahead. Okay. It's fine. So this comes from Anonymous, and she says, so in the in a previous episode, you guys talked about Joe Budden and how he tweeted about <laughs> body counts, but you never said your feelings about it. Do you guys think that body count matters in a relationship? How would you feel if your partner had a large amount of people that they let toss the salad? Yikes. That's a gross. Toss the salad is a specific That's a specific act? act? Oh, it, that, that doesn't matter. And I don't want to think of, <laughs> about that um the thing is it doesn't really um that's not something that i ever feel like is a conversation you need to have. i don't ask that i don't well i don't anymore i used to when i was younger and like more obsessed with it but i don't really ask that question but i don't mind answering it i will ask you if you ask me though yeah if you ask me i'll definitely yeah, ask but and I, and I will give you my honest answer but you know you would have to say a really really insane number for me to look at you for real. for me to look at you crazy because if you have been if you have fucked you know 70 people i'm just throwing a number out there and you use protective protection right. every single time and you've never had any stds or any sort of problems with your genitals then you are probably no you are definitely doing better than somebody who has 10 sexual partners and never uses condoms and is spreading all of the STDs all around the block. Like, so it's not really the number itself. It's more of the behavior associated with it. So if you tell me, you know, once again, not a question I would ask, but if you bring it up and you say something like, well, you know, I've slept with a hundred people, but I did such and such and I've never had this, 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 and we can go get tested together or whatever. I'm probably not going to be like, okay, well, I'm just not going to talk to you anymore behind that. Like I'm not, Right. It's whatever. Just because I am I mean, approved like, and don't have sex doesn't mean everybody else is that way. So right. I get that. I mean, if if it's not like a Wilt Chamberlain kind of thing. Yeah. Like, if it's not know, like, right. Like a, a thousand numbers, Right. But again, like that's just not something that I'm ever really like interested in. You know what I mean? Unless you're like a sex addict and you're going to be still out here fucking everybody right. while you're with me. But that's just not something that ever really crosses my mind when I when I talk to somebody. And I feel like when people ask, I feel like when people ask that question, they're setting themselves up. Like, I feel like you're... Right. I don't know. But it's usually it seems like it's something that men obsess with because they don't want... they. <laughs> patriarchy men just want women to all be virgins <laughs> like they but want, then also hoes but then they're also hoes men want every woman to be like oh this pussy is absolutely fresh or they've slept <laughs> with like one man that just happened to be like 
you know, their boyfriend of seven years and yeah. then they still hate that nigga. And they want to know have, if like, his the- dick was bigger than yours or if the sex was better. Like, men are just really Whoa. insecure when it comes to that kind of thing. I don't really understand what it is. But niggas will be out here fucking like 300,000 bitches. And then they still want for you to just have never seen a dick right. before in your life. Like, they no want sense. you to be just 100% porn star ready and then an utter virgin the yeah they time. want you to be a virgin that squirts and like and does all these tricks and like like do you remember actually the first time you had sex it was not that fun not as fun as you thought it was gonna be and not as fun as it eventually got so that whole thing of wanting two different sides out of the same person doesn't work but once again i feel like it's kind of I feel like if you ask me that question, then you feel insecure about the number of people you have slept with for whatever reason. And maybe you need to deal with that on your own. But as far as I'm concerned, that's not I'm not really all that pressed about that one. All righty. Cool. So this letter is. Is this our last one? Um, I think we can do a few more. OK. But um, this one's pretty dramatic, too. Dope. Great. If it's if it's fucking cousins, I'm leaving. It's not fucking cousins, but it's pretty bad. Yo, that girl fucked her cousin. It's not that gross. Listen, what? it says dear Cur- it says I said it's not that gross. Oh, this is not that gross. No, this one's not. I thought you meant the Oh, no, that's the disgusting. cousin dick and the cousin vagina. Okay, yes. Gross. Say yes. Ooh. Dear Crystal and Kid Pew, I absolutely love your show. I've been debating whether or not I should send in my question for some time, but what do I have to lose? I'm a quote unquote, she put these quotes. Okay, great. Church girl, and I'm currently sleeping with my pastor's middle son. Hmm. It doesn't help that he's our youth pastor and musical director, and I'm the leader of the praise team. No one knew. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Kia has to say about this. Oh, Kia no is one knew pissed. We right were, now, she's pissed. <laughs> no one knew we were involved in this way, um, but some members start to question us about it. I denied it every single time. He got angry with me each and every time and threw a temper tantrum like he wanted me to say, yes, we're shacking up. I asked him why he gets mad and he said he thought we were more than church fuck buddies and he wanted more. Now that we're we're officially dating, he denies us, flirts with other females from our church in front of me and has stopped the sex. I'm confused more now than ever. What should I do? Sincerely, a sex deprived, a sex deprived praise team leader. What? Girl. What? So. <laughs> the subject. The subject line is hashtag Jesus be some consistent. Jesus. Jesus need to be a whole lot of things. Consistency is not this. really one of them. You Leave my Lord out of it. Woo. My God. Ain't got um, nothing to do with this. So sweetheart, unfortunately, what you're dealing with here is a fuck dude. Yeah. A fuck boy. Again. Oh, they're rump, running rampant. All in this episode. And the fuck boys are definitely in the church. You cannot. Fuck boys may be the first blizzard roach. <laughs> <laughs> they may be the first. They don't die. Impenetrable ass. Okay, no. They keep coming back. Even when you put them out, they just stand there waiting on you to open the door so they can come back inside. Just oh, my right God. Fuck boys are the blizzard roaches. You're fuck right. Boys equal blizzard roaches. Wow. Um, listen, you're in a pickle. So unfortunately, what you're dealing with is the type of nigga who wants for you to care. And that's it. Like a lot of niggas, they just want for you to show that they love you. They want you to show. uh, I'm sorry. I'm stumbling and shit. No, I they want for you to show that you care. They want for you to be all caught up. And as soon as they get that from you. 
bomb. It's all gone. Yep. They will chase after you. They will be lurking in shadows. They will be stalking your fucking social media accounts, waiting for you to give a fuck on that level, waiting for you to be like, oh, this is my man and I'm in love or I really care for him or whatever. And as soon as they get that satisfaction, it's like your ass never existed. Yeah. Some people are addicted to the thrill of chasing. They mm-hmm. they And they are really selfish and sort of desperate to get as much attention Ugh, as possible. I kind of just rang down in my soul. And so when you act like you don't give a shit about them or when you actually don't give a shit about them um, and you're not really showing them all that attention, then they'll do anything. They'll pursue you heavy and and act all hurt when you don't call them back and get in their feelings when you don't text back in a timely Ooh, manner or whatever. But then, Jesus Christ. But then, oh, did you? Did it hit you? This shit sucks. It just... But then as soon as you're like, okay, I'm feeling you, let's do this, blah, 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 then all of a sudden they pull him back and retreat or whatever. That's your sign that the nigga you were talking to is a 100% piece of shit and it's you're best to just boy. cut your losses. The thing about fuckboys is they're, they're a lot like... um. Like a lot, like roaches. There are different species. Like there's yes. so many of them. There's different kinds. You have, you know, the fuck boy that just thinks all black women are trash. You have the fuck boy that will chase after you until you give a fuck. Yep. You have the fuck boy that will be driving around, busting, you know, shooting the mileage on your car up through the roof. You have all kinds of different fuck boys, yeah. really. And you have the kind that'll sit at home and all all day and don't have a job, but the house still be dirty when you come back. Like, like nigga, you had. You don't even have one job. What do you... You have the fuckboy who just <laughs> mysteriously has your best friend at his house all the time. You, you have the ones them. who don't pay child support. I mean, they're just... just they're just... Sep- there there's a, a lot, lot of, of varieties of fuckboys. They're like Pokemon, but you don't have to catch them all. You leave them right there in the wild. Okay, the the... The good thing about this, sweetie, is that you actually have a picture here attached to your Google Plus account. <laughs> I don't know if you That's do. That's fun. But you are gorgeous. And look at her. Oh, oh, see, you're too She's good flawless. for this. Yeah, you're absolutely too oh, good yeah. for this. And not in the temple. Not in Jesus. Not in the Lord's house. Right, girl. So, yeah, girl. I say, you know, leave him alone. You know, you were trying, you know, to keep keep it classy and discreet and respectable. And, you know, he decided that he wanted to take things another way. And now he's being an ass girl. Let it go. Leave him alone. You're absolutely too sickening for this. You know, like way too pretty for this. Way too pretty. Just cut him off and go on about your life. You know, if you start dating somebody else, feel free to bring that nigga to church and just show (laughs) this youth choir director turn Tyler Perry character that you can do better and you don't need his bullshit. No, this is a Tyler Perry. This is a Tyler Perry character. This is a dark skinned nigga because, you know, Tyler Perry. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler Perry love making dark skinned men the villains. You notice that shit too, right? The and then the light skinned niggas, niggas with braids angel. come in and save the day every time. He always has a light skinned nigga. Blair Underwood is a nigga who. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and every time I say this, niggas act like I'm crazy. He always has a light skinned nigga in a lace front saving the day from these <laughs> evil darkies. Every single one of them. I still can't believe they God, made a lace I front really, cornrows, but. Every, I didn't even know that. Girl, that was so bad. It was just like, oh. I my really God. love Tyler Perry. I do, but just some of this shit is just unacceptable. But that's besides the yeah, point. Yeah, that's beside the point. The point. Don't be petty in the house of God though yeah y'all both of y'all keep this shit out of God's house break up with him and let him know that you deserve absolutely better and that you don't appreciate that shit and your hair is absolutely too motherfucking laid to be dealing with like you just too cute for this and if he was gonna act like this then he could have just kept it at a casual thing but no niggas just have to fuck it up like that is just they just cannot take a good thing for what it is they have to find a way to ruin it 
y'all would probably still be fucking happily and going against the word of the church. <laughs> if he would have just shut up and let you do whatever. But he couldn't just shut the fuck He couldn't just shut the fuck up. So now here you go. Okay, let's do. Oh, shit. We have to take another break. Okay. Hey, guys, do not forget, as always, go over to our other sponsors at audible.com. And they have an amazing catalog of audiobooks that you can listen to. If you go to audiblepodcast.com slash read, you'll get a free 30 day trial and a free audiobook. They've got tons of different titles, including Mindy Kaling's book that I always talk about. They have The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and they also have a book by him called The Mastery of Love, which, according to some of these letters, a few you could use. So, go ahead, check it out. Don't forget, you guys, that's audiblepodcast.com slash read. They're giving you a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. So head on over. You can listen on so many different devices. They've got WhisperSync that um, allows you to Go back and forth between your different devices and not lose your place between reading and listening. So it's also very, very cool. And like we said, they've got so many, I think over 150,000 titles. So you can download Sycamore Road, The Gods of Guilt. Like we said last episode, The Catching Fire from the Hunger Games Mm -hmm. books, all that and more is available. Whatever you're interested in, whatever genre you love, Audible definitely has it. So head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash read for your free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. That's audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D. Now let's wrap this bitch up. All right. Okay. So I'm still pretty sick from the cousin fucker, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I didn't I just, say That name. really just fucked my whole day up. I can't even believe you did that to me. Like, I thought we were better than that, honestly, because, like, I'm, I'm sick. She needed help. Oh, she needs help, but not from the read. <laughs> first things first, get on your knees and ask Jesus where you went wrong. But let's move off of that. I'm sure we have other, yeah. <laughs> other things to to address. So okay. are you, do you want to go first? Yeah, or? sure. Okay. This letter comes from Greg and he says, hey guys, my questions are boring and typical, but fun to think about. Um, cool. he actually has three. <laughs> Do you want to pick? Yeah, a number? no. What? Pick was... a number one through three. They're uh, relatively simple. Okay, two. Okay, so question number two says you're given the chance to be a superhero, but it must be a power that isn't conventional, like flight, invisibility, and that kind of stuff. Oh, damn. So come up with a power that is creative and interesting. Uh, that's a a creative and interesting representation of you. Huh. That's a good question. A superpower that is creative. Damn, and I can't be invisible. You can't have any like obvious like comic booky ass powers. I guess I would like the ability to. <sighs> hmm. Is it is it like a superpower if you can like reach out and shake the shit out of somebody and make them see that they're fucking with the wrong nigga and they need to break up with him? Is that like a thing? Like if I could force girls to leave. Or, or girls, guys, whomever. If I could force people in shitty relationships to realize that the person they're with is a piece of shit and break up with that motherfucker and move on, then I would like to do that. I feel like that's part of my personality. That's my whole, you know, say no to fuckboys thing that is just so near and dear to my heart. So if I could force all you poor misguided souls out there in these horrible toxic relationships with these niggas who are absolutely not shit, then I, w- I would be able to do that. But I don't really know that's a superpower. That's probably just the, like yeah, I don't know. That kind of sounds I like mean, if, hypnosis. The only thing I really want to be able to do is be invisible whenever I can. That's, Why? I want to I be able to do some Alex Mack shit. 
Alex Mack was the shit. It was. And remember, she would just that dissolve into Sun. that. Yeah, she would dissolve into a puddle of Capri Sun packet. And then she would just slide around and talk in her weird, she like, glow, spacey like voice. She was embarrassed. Bitch, like, of course, I would, like, I would want to be Alex Mack. <sighs> Nobody even remembers Alex. Like, we're, like, in a completely different generation. These new kids That's don't so know Alex Mack. They listen to, I don't know who the fuck. I don't know what they looking at. If I had um, a superpower, it would be to make um, really healthy food taste like Popeye's. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Or to make like really healthy food taste like whatever I want it to. That's what I would. If you could just have like a bundle of broccoli and be like, this shit right here tastes like nachos. This tastes like a number three. Oh, do you know I would be the healthiest motherfucker? Exactly. If I could just make what like whatever food I want taste like whatever other food I want. Right? Can you even like, girl? I'm picturing this. I would eat. Nothing but iceberg lettuce every day. And it would taste like Pizza. fried chicken and Hennessy Black. You know what? I actually love this. I feel like you could, man, you would pretty much eliminate the need for weight loss surgery. Like, everybody would be on their vegan shit. Mm-hmm. No Jay-Z. Like, everybody. Like This is actually really good. They should, science should work on this. I feel like science can do this. Absolutely. Why not? That's what I want to be able to do. So if I science can, can, if science can let Tamar Braxton get pregnant, then literally anything is possible. Okay. So what's your question? I don't. <laughs> I mean, Tamar has already been subjected subjected to me and my jizz comment. Yeah. What was that about? I'm sorry. Like I'm, I don't, I'm so aggressive. You are. I just lost my um my email that I was. Well, you know what? At. I don't even really dislike Tamar anymore. Oh okay. Oh really? What happened? Um, she released an album and I just had to deal with the fact that she can actually really sing. Yeah, she can and sing. And I don't really watch that show anymore. So, well, I never really watched it. I only like saw a couple of episodes when I really didn't like her, but I'm not really like exposed to her personality that much anymore. So I guess I, so all I really have so is So your hatred music. has to subsided. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, I like her. I know that she can sing, but I don't really like her voice. And I, it's hard to really? explain because she has a very nice voice. I know it. But there's something about her tone or the sound of it that I don't really like. Like, I prefer Tony so much more. And I I don't really know why, because I actually think Tamar might be the stronger singer of the two of them. I just, once I don't know, it's something about her tone that I don't really... Because someone sings doesn't mean that you're going to like their voice. Lots of people have different kinds of voices. That's true. I have, so I guess this is our last letter. Mm -hmm. And it says, hi, my name is Ja'Cory and I'm from Houston, Texas. Shout out to Houston. We'll be there January 11th for the Read Live. I can't wait. Um, Anyway, so Ja'Corian says, I am gay, but I have yet to tell my mom. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, I don't know how many Ja'Corians there are, so maybe you just told her. Um, I have yet to tell my mom um, because I live in a whole different city from her, but she still supports me a little bit financially. I really want to just tell her so I can be myself around my family because every time she comes to visit, she asks when I'm going to get a girlfriend and I just blow it off. Oh, God, I yeah. hate that. I'm scared if I tell her that she's going to cut me off and Lord knows I need her coins. My whole life, she's been very vocal about how she doesn't like guys who are gay and et cetera. So do you guys think I should tell her? And if so, how or when? Or do you think I should wait until I'm able to 100% support myself? So wait, he said that he lives in a different city. City from his mom, Yeah. <laughs> But she but sends him a little bit of money. Oh, yeah, he said a little, but apparently it's enough to where he needs it. Okay. Well, if so, you absolutely need it, I think you, we actually talked about this once. If you are, um, if you're not out to your parents, it's and been a long time. I think supporting been, you, yeah. 
I would, especially since you're not even living with her, it's a little bit easier to just... Just lie to her every now and then. What? It's would, better than lying every day. Like, if she asks you, do you have a girlfriend, all you gotta do is say no. Right. Be like, no, I'm focusing on school or whatever. Mothers yeah. love to hear that. Yeah, they do. So, I mean, I would just kind of wait until you're more comfortable with it. It's kind of weird that you have to, like... Hold this from her because you need her money. I don't even it's really terrible know that we I have to tell people that feel about that. But no, it's the truth because you never know how people react to it. Like, well, he knows his mama is homophobic, so right. But so were my parents, as far as I knew when I was growing up, and they know yeah. now, and we're fine. Yeah, mine too. So, I although mean, to hear them tell it, they were never my mom, my mama loved to say that I have always just wanted you to be happy. No, girl, actually. When I was 17, you found out I was a lesbian. You were not concerned about my happiness. But anyway, we're not going to dwell on that, mama. Not this year. It, uh, God, this whole <laughs> I hate blown. telling you this, but I hate if you depend to... on people who are homophobic, sometimes it's better to just live your life and, you know, um, and just do your thing until that you're in a position where you don't have to rely on her like that. Or if you want to just go ahead and say, screw it, like if you're just, if it's eating you up inside and you just really feel like you need to tell her, then go ahead and tell her. It might be, you know, it it might not be as bad as you think. It might not be bad at all. You right. really never know unless you actually have the conversation That's with her. true. But, I mean, I don't really know. Like if you're that terrified and you feel like she's just going to cut you off and you're going to be ass out, then I would say, you know, just wait until a more appropriate time. But, you know... I don't know. It's up to you. Or maybe ask her how she feels. Like, I don't know. Maybe you could just pull out the fake gay friend to be like, one of my friends told me that he, you know, he thinks he's gay. And, and what do you think? Like, I should say to him and then kind of gauge her response. If she just flies off the handle and starts talking about fags and going to hell and all that. Then but you see, know. parents, I don't, a lot of parents will react differently when it's not their child. Sometimes it has to be their child for them to get about the being gay. About their, yeah, a lot of times parents will feel, they will react differently. Listen, the first adult I think I heard say faggot was my grandma. And my grandma was the most accepting of it. Absolutely. So it's like sometimes it has to be the person that they love for them to be like, well, you know what? You know, but again, you never know until you actually speak to them about it. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I don't even really, like, I, I can't really... It's it's really, it's your decision. We can't tell you exactly what right. to do. All we can tell you is that, you know, the pros and cons of, of both sides of it. Obviously, the con of staying in the closet is that you're still in the fucking closet. And that sucks. But With his mama, anyway. Right, right, right. And you only, everybody else around you knows, like, your mama is the only one who doesn't. And you don't even have to see her all that often. Like, you don't live in the same city as her. So, it just kind of seems like it would be easier for everybody involved to just kind of let it ride until you're 100% financially independent and then but, be like so about that girlfriend not gonna yeah. not gonna curl all the way over not gonna happen so yeah i mean but if you want to actually talk to her about it i think that that's a fair yeah. decision as well i think that's a yeah i think that's a good idea i just it's that it's that gamble you know and if and if if you're it in a type sucks of situation that we even have right to do it this. really sucks that we even have to have this conversation with you like it sucks that 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 not only are we getting this letter but we have gotten this letter before multiple times and we'll and get it again in the future it. right like this 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 is extremely common and it sucks but 
I'm know, not even talking. When I say it sucks that we have to do this, I'm not talking about it sucks that we have to give this advice. I'm no. suck. I'm saying, I mean, it sucks that we actually have to be torn between whether or not we want to share a part of our, our personal lives that's not even a big deal right. with the people that we love most. It sucks that we have that you have to feel like you're on the fence just to share just a regular thing about right. you. Like, sexuality is not a big deal. Who fucking cares? Who cares? <laughs> a lot of people Like, care. I don't... Under, it's not that fucking big a deal. I don't know why people... But that's some shit yeah. that frustrates me. It sucks me, that, that young... That so many young... Because I think he said he's only 17 or 18. It sucks that so many young people are going through this type of shit. And just... Ugh, it just... Oh, I'm sorry. The good part about it is, though, in like... <laughs> Four or five years, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll you'll get through it, but really, just weigh your options and if you or gonna... figure out a way to to stop relying on your mama's money and then yeah. tell her whatever you want. But you know, if she if she sends you a check every two weeks and you're going to be homeless without it, then you know, exercise a little bit more caution. All right. Oh, and I guess that's the read. That's our mailbag episode. And um, yeah, do we have anything that we need to? No, this is this is a mailbag episode airing during the holidays. So I hope you guys are enjoying your holiday wherever you are, whoever you're with. I hope it's fun. And I'm definitely in a warm climate. I'm thanking God about it. Right now. <laughs> Don't forget to visit us at this is the to catch up on all the past episodes and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at this is the read. Don't forget to go to Hulu plus at Hulu plus dot com slash the read. Try out that. Um, little dude left yeah the free <gasps> yeah you're using one of my words i mean you say it every day do i say it on the have i said doodle on the show i don't know i don't know either if i haven't doodle is a, is a word that i use actually my friend shamika made it up shout out to shamika and um doodle means literally anything you want it to mean it can be a noun a verb an adjective it can be literally anything you can insert doodle in a sentence at any point and it makes total sense so <laughs> so oh, how do you, you spell doodle d-o-o-d-l-a I thought so. Yeah. Okay, yes. Go to HuluPlus.com slash Threed for that extended free trial and watch all the shows and movies and things of that nature. Yep. And I think that's probably it. Maybe so? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So we will see you guys next year. Yeah, we don't know. We'll see you guys the next time a show comes out. Yeah. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. 
Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you. <laughs> 